I just felt called upon to talk about these whores, these OnlyFans whores and these Instagram models. Oh, you're a model now, that's funny. And I just really first want to start off by differentiating, you know. I can't knock the hustle. There's nothing at all wrong with a woman trying to earn a buck. But if you really want to base a career off of OnlyFans and you think that you're someone to be prized because you're showing your butthole, we're in an increasingly shameless society wherein you have these tricks. They call themselves men, but you're a trick if you're paying a bitch any amount of money per month. And here's the worst thing. You're the worst kind of trick because you're not even laying her. You're not even touching her. You're basically just donating money for no good reason. Because in reality, you could find free pornography online anywhere. But you're a little bit psychotic because you're obsessed with this particular female. It saddens me because you guys are empowering whores to increase their wealth and thereby increase their power and influence. You have these lonely mothers who have had kids early in life, dogged out by a couple different guys. They're brain dead, so they can't get a proper job. So they say, okay, I'm going to start up an OnlyFans. And now you got them advertising their butthole online, and they have a link tree on their Instagram. You click the link tree, and there's like, they're OnlyFans. They're like, okay, I know what kind of character I'm dealing with now. And they're so shameless that they've advertised the fact that they're basically a prostitute for hire of sorts, and they're not ashamed of their brother, sister, son, daughter, ex-husband finding this information because we're in a society where a female would proudly call herself a slut. But if you call her a slut, then you're slut shaming. As though that's not shameful. Last time I checked, being a slut is extremely shameful. So I want to point out, number one, there's no such thing as an Instagram model. Now, also, I want to go ahead and give a shout out to the pimping. Because if you have a woman who's a good woman and she says, hey, you know, I might not have this education or this professional background, but I'm willing to go ahead and, you know, do what I have to do in the short term. And she bring the money back to the pimping and the pimping has a master plan to parlay that bread into something meaningful. I can't knock the hustle. But if you're a dumb bitch and you think that you're a boss bitch because you're showing your butthole and people are paying you $2.99 a month, you're not a boss bitch. You're a dumb bitch. And I can't wait until the date that you are no longer making money doing that. Why? Because you deride the fabric of society. You deride the idea that a female should have real skills. When you're taking photos of your butt crack and getting fill in the blank number of dollars for it. You got little girls who are on Instagram who might be your little cousin, might be your own daughter. And then they click on your link tree and they see an OnlyFans and then they see photos of you barely clothed and they find that to be an example and they think that's a profession. That's why I got a problem with it. Because when you give the lore of easy money to young women who are ignorant and impressionable, then we start to see society decline. We've already seen the change in which Instagram has become semi-pornographic. Every dumb bitch on there thinks that she's a, a, a fitness trainer, not realizing the only reason she has any followers is because she keeps on doing glute exercises. And she got her yoga pants stuffed up into her vagina off some camel toe shit. And you got internet jack-offs who are at home looking at your Instagram 
just for perverse purposes. If you're a renegade, if you're out there on the solo tip as a contractor, I have no respect for you because I know that you're not doing this for a, you know, like for any greater purpose. You're making some short-term cash to buy you one of those bullshit-ass compressor Mercedes. You know, the little ones that just cost a little bit of money and you want to look good and you're going to probably put like some sparkles on your steering wheel and the sparkling license plate. You know, and then you're going to think that you're a boss of sorts when really you're a dumb bitch who has just five more years in which you can do OnlyFans until it becomes oversaturated and everyone has to drop their price to a point where no one's really making money on it. Yeah, I mean, I just look at you as a dumb bitch. So I wanted to share that. But I absolutely do have respect for a female who says, look, daddy, I know you need a little bit of this bread. I need some of this bread. You know, we're both struggling and there's no sense in us both being broke when I got something good enough to sell. So if you bring the money back to a boss and he's going to move it into something meaningful and he can multiply that that money and then you guys can eventually get out of that low, low existence, then I can respect that. That's a beautiful thing. But what I don't want is when you have Amber Rose as a mascot for whores, whores all over the world. So I definitely want to speak against it because these hoes must think I condone their behavior because they have the nerve to follow me on IG and hop in my DMs like I'm cool with it. Like I might let you twerk it for me, you heard me, but I ain't gonna touch it because I look at you as a disgusting, diseased being. At the end of the day, a real man, especially a great man who has achieved high things, the reason he achieves so much is so he can have things other men can't have. So why is it that I will want you when so many men have had you, huh? Shame is an important thing for human beings to maintain their standards. When there is no shame, people's level of behavior comes very low. When they say fat shaming, you would only have a term like this in a society that's morbidly obese, such as America. When you say slut shaming, you would only have this kind of terminology in a society that is decadent, in a society that is sexually permissive, such as the West. And the reason you have this term is so that those who are guilty can protect their ego and feel like they're normal, good people, when in reality, they're scummy. And the society has reached such a low that you have figures like Kim Kardashian who literally got famous for being a whore. If your wife is gorgeous and beautiful, fantastic. But here's the values that your wife really should have. Loyalty, honesty, she's respectable, she's respectful, she's, you know, she's productive, you hear me? She can put something in the pot, huh? You should have a wife to where if you went off to war for five years or you got locked up for five years, once you come out, she's multiplied your fortune because she has brains. A good wife is a good mother. And only fans whore, what can she teach your daughter other than how to be a horrific person? An, an Instagram model, what can she teach your daughter other than how to arch her back, right? And those are the things you probably don't want your daughter specializing in. And you know, the funny thing to me is that any man would be intimidated talking to a woman when clearly as a result of these many surgeries they're getting, they are not people who are confident or have high self-esteem. They clearly are getting these dangerous surgeries for the purposes of feeling better. So how is it that you're intimidated by a creature that is clearly not confident, not one with high self-worth really speaks poorly of some of us as males 
And the funny thing is the Jocelyn individual you mentioned, whom I'm not familiar with, she's just one in a an endless line of people who will die from their own narcissism. Kanye West's mother is one such person. And it's really sad because the truth is often when they get these surgeries, they don't look any better. These only fan girls look down on nine to five men because it's slow money. Our society no longer values discipline. We are spiritually corrupted. You are a thousand percent correct. And some individuals may be looking at me like, Marquette, why are you on here talking greasy? I am talking greasy with great purpose, which is the idea that we must reestablish shame. We must let hoes know we don't condone your behavior. And if you gentlemen are individuals who are currently financially supporting their behavior, I implore you to stop. That is wicked. And so the reason I have to bring shame, not only to these hoes, but also to the ones who patronize them is so that we can stop this. Never in a society will you have things go well until good men stand up. If we sit back and say, okay, well, that's not in my family, or we sit back, that's not in my community, then it will continue to thrive. What you guys have to realize as men, females are social animals. When there is a poison within the society, it will spread rapidly through the female population, whereas men are less social animals, more disagreeable. This is why certain things that are clearly unattractive, like those long-ass eyelashes and long-ass fake eyelashes, that's why they, they so much penetrated global female culture. I kid you not, I know a woman who's educated, and we were out a long time ago on a social uh you know, a social situation and one of her eyelashes was like hanging off. And I was thinking, I was like, should I tell her? But then I was like, she got to know it's hanging off. It's like hanging in front of her eyeball. And I felt so sorry for the poor thing. Got her. It's like such a pathetic little creature because it's like you glued this thing on your face. It doesn't even look good. It's clearly false. So why are you trying to impress me with something that's not you? Something that any woman could glue on and something that just makes you look very low class. So I just had to, you know, feel a little bit of pity for her. And these kind of behaviors like the eyelashes, an individual woman doesn't make the decision that she likes these big eyelashes. She's just observed that everyone else is doing it. And why is everyone else doing it? Because of marketing. Because some capitalist has said, okay, this isn't another thing we can sell to people. And they've marketed it and women's minds have been penetrated. And that's why they're engaging in these things. I mean, this should blow your mind. When I travel with women, see how women live, they pull out all these freaking products. And I think, wow, no wonder you whores are gold diggers because you need a lot of money to sustain all the fake things you're doing. Fake hair highlights, fake eyebrows, fake eyelashes, fake eye color contacts. Like, I mean, you can go from a head to toe and there's 80 different augmentations a woman will engage in. And it's quite sad and vile. And it all goes back to a weak male. Women will never get out of line when the man is the strong lead. So I do my primary work with males because a strong man is a strong society. The only reason women get these fake, these fake butts is because some of you weirdos are unnatural and are living in an unnatural way and you're attracted to artificial things. Me personally, I like to see her ass with some stretch marks, you heard me? I like when she walk in and jiggle and it swing, you heard me? I love a natural woman. I love a thin, petite woman. I love them all. 
but I love them the way God's hand crafted them to be. I don't like to see them in that unnatural way that a surgeon has shaped them, or I should say misshapen them. Okay, we have a couple super chats. Matthew Schlegel said tuition. Matthew Schlegel, thank you very much, Saint. Jabrizi said he's not lying about Instagram models. Now, you know what? I'm talking about these Instagram hoes, but Jabri is a goddamn expert in Instagram hoes. And I'm not saying he's dealing with them. I'm just saying the man got millions of followers. So if my DMs are crazy, his DMs got to be like Kanye. You heard me? And by Kanye, I'm saying it's a metaphor for crazy. Er. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure he knows what I'm talking about. The lip injections, the whole nine is getting insane. And, and by the way, to the women I know personally, I'm not throwing shots at anybody because I know a lot of women who are lovely people on the inside, yet they've engaged in all kinds of, um, you know, plastic surgery. And I, and I still love you, ladies. I still love you. No disrespect. I'm just saying I always loved you. I loved you when you came out your mama's vagina. I loved you how you were then, how cool you really are. You dig? Um, in fact, I can tell you a short story. When I was a young man, I met a young lady who moved to California to pursue her modeling career, perfectly shaped, gorgeous woman, perfect 10. Breasts were just, Mwah. and I remember I, I threw a party in Hollywood at my trap house, at my partner's trap house, actually. Uh, we had a 14-foot craps table. We had the music popping at the girls. All the hustlers were there. It was rocking, you dig? 23rd floor in Hollywood. It was a beautiful thing, super player. She came through, and then I looked at her. I was like, why your titties sitting so high like that? Why your titties high like Wiz Khalifa? They don't bounce like a 6'4 no more. What's going on? And she was like, oh, I finally got them done. You want to see them? And I'm over here like, ah. And I looked at them and I'm like, this ain't that fire. You hear me? This is this. Ah, I don't even want to do it. You got stripper titties now. So it's, it's just like you had something that got a shape perfectly. The girl was a perfect 10 and now she's like an eight and a half because of her own doing. And it shows you that these are all mental things. Women are mental creatures, neurotic, when left to their own devices, when they're not raised up by a good father, with, with love and a balanced home from a man and a woman. When they've ra been raised by an iPad, they've been raised by MTV, been raised by rap music videos, they become brainless video whores. And I kid you not, I, there's a young lady I met in San Francisco who um, used to work for Facebook. Then she worked for Uber, and I don't know who she works for now, but I say that to say she was getting some serious bread, um, and she don't fuck with me no more. I'm gonna tell you that story too. But anyways, uh, so I'm gonna shout her name out, Ashley. Um, but this chick, I remember we were hanging out one time in the jacuzzi in San Francisco in the mini mansion, me, her, and her homegirl, and she was telling me how when she was a little kid, she would watch rap music videos and she would want to be one of the girls in the video. She's like, yeah, I would see like the girls dancing. And I always wanted to be that. I thought it was so cool. Like everyone was staring at them. And it just like flipped me out because I would watch the same videos and I would see Jay-Z and I'm like, ooh, I want to be Jigga. He's a boss. But, you know, Jigga and the jewels, he got the clean clothes, all the hoes surrounded. That's a position of power. But she was looking at the video from the female position. She wanted to be a video ho. And I was like, what the fuck? That's sad. So it's, you know, children's minds are impressionable. Now, let me tell you why she, she doesn't mess with me anymore. This is also lets you know how crazy an intelligent woman is. Because this girl made high six figures, you dig? 
And here's the funny thing, and it's sad because these males are getting so feminine that they get hyped up on attention as well. I prefer a female who's an earner as well, especially if she has the decency to bring the money back to daddy, right? She know where to put the money. There ain't nothing wrong with sending the girl out and let her go hunt for that guap and bring it back. You know, I clip my fingernails while she do it. Now, here's the thing. You got guys who are so active on social media, you would think they're getting paid for it. If I was more active on social media, I could make a buck from it. But I don't even like social media enough to be that active. And I can actually make money from it. So it shows these guys want attention just as much as the women, which is another expression of their femininity. Very sick society. Men, you have to condition your woman to know that there's only one person's attention that she should want, which is yours. And a good woman does not want the spotlight. They always say behind a great man is a great woman. Behind. Not in front of the camera. Behind. Everything I try to teach to you, I example. There's a woman behind the camera. I'm in front of the camera. And here's another important note. As many weirdos hop on the internet and they would insult me, why would I put my woman out in front to be insulted? I would never do that. I'm the shield of women. huh? I'm the protector of women. I would never put my woman out to be attacked. Because here's the thing. Me, I was voted best dressed. I was voted best smile. I was voted Mr. Heartthrob. I was a paid actor and a paid model. Even with all of that, people still get on here and call me ugly. Even with all of that, people get on here and call me puny. People call me stupid. People call me all kinds of things. Even with all of those clear designations that I'm the guy. So if I know they're going to attack people regardless of merit, if they're going to attack me, why would I put my woman up for attack? I would never do that. I wouldn't even let her put herself up for attack. But a real woman doesn't want to be up in the spotlight huh that's why i keep mine private i advise real men to keep their women private in the appropriate position where they should be protected and behind a man you heard me now here's the thing me i can step out in the spotlight because i have ultra thick skin you know people could call me ugly stupid fat dumb puny a billion times and it would affect me like zero percent why because i come from hard living you dig? So like, if you're not trying to cut my throat, I don't have any worries. And I don't mean that figuratively. I mean it literally. I don't have any worries. Life is always good to me. I, I read the past uh, live chat and one gentleman said, Mark, would you ever get a tattoo? No, probably not. And, and as I have mentioned previously, I grew up in gang culture. And so when I was coming up, the only people who got tattoos were gangsters. I wasn't a gangster, so I never got a tattoo, and just that's the way I was raised. And so I would never get a tattoo that's not some gang stuff, and being that I'm not in a gang, I wouldn't get a tattoo. Like, it wouldn't make sense for me, like, oh, this is the phoenix. This is a tattoo to express my inner spirit. And then, you know, you look at the homies, and the homie got a tattoo that say, Crip Killer right here. You know, he got a, a tattoo right here, the dead homies. Like, what do I look like getting a tattoo? This is to express my, my, the yin and the yang. Like, nah, I would never do that. That's just not me. Um, but if I did get a tattoo, it'd be across the belly, and it would say, pay what you owe. No phrase more important to a man. Pay what you owe. And if you ever want anything, you have to sacrifice. You always owe something. 
you see? So pay what you owe is so meaningful. And Kyle made me think of that because I appreciate you, you know, paying something just to show your token. I don't care if it's 50 cents. It's just you standing up and being counted. It's you saying, hey, Marquette, I'm in this bitch. And so I love that. And one thing I always tell the saints is to be remarkable. Let your name be known. Name is so important. In the last chat, a gentleman asked me, he said, Marquette, would you change your name? I said, not at this level. People know my name. My name rings bells in certain places. I love my name and I love being me. So I can never change my name. So men, anywhere you go, leave a mark. And if you can't leave a mark, leave a scar. Yearn. So what I want you to know is you got to have influence in this world. And that's why I'm here talking to you. Influence. Because I will not sit back and see the world turn into a place where whores have power. I will not see the world turn into a place where good women are not honored. I will not see the world turn into a place where hardworking men who work a nine to five, who are honest and play by the rules are devalued for doing what the society told them is a good thing. Nah, I won't live in a society where you got a woman who goes to university for four years, gets a good degree in accounting, and then makes 50000 a year, and then her dumbass dropout cousin dropped out of college and shows her cut lips and makes 80000 a year. No, no, I won't support that. I'm going to go to war against that. And I invite you all to join this army and go to war with me. Sounds like it's raining. Yeah, it sounds like it is. We raining. have a couple people paying tuition. So Kevin Hayden said, appreciate the game, Marquette. Absolutely. Shout out to Kevin Hayden. If I remember correctly, Kevin Hayden is uh, in, in school become in paramedic. paramedic. Yes, I was going to say ambulance, but yes, paramedic. So shout out to, to Hayden. He sent a super chat. He said, appreciate all the PhD level game. It works. You work. That's why this $100 is a small tuition for your solid work that has paid dividends in my life over Ooh. and over and over. So he came in with his dick out. He huh? did. I finally had to pay up. It was only right. Keep up the great work. And he's the one on the last live that said he was an emperor level on Patreon. Wow. And he's an emperor. Yep. I truly appreciate that, Saint. That means a lot to me. Obviously, it doesn't matter if someone does $1 or $2, but when you show up with the 100 it's just like walking and put your dick on the table. <laughs> And sometimes you got to do that. You heard me? Sometimes you just got to let people know what it is. Boss stuff. I like that. Appreciate it. Shout out to the second. Okay. We have Devin Nichols in a super chat. He said, what are some signs that you intimidate women and other men? Look, women, it's okay if they're intimidated. They should be intimidated. You heard me? I mean, let's be real here. They're weaker than you. They should be intimidated. A good a little bit of intimidation is a beautiful thing. Get them a little bit wet. Hey, if some ladies on the on the chat, you know, go ahead and chime in and verify a boss's words. Um, but these guys, a lot of these cats, they try to poke their chest out, but they're not really what they present themselves to be. Me, I'm not the biggest guy in the world, but when I see these guys with all these big muscles, when I see them in the gym, I can see they're clearly intimidated. And I never try to intimidate anyone because as a saint, I want to approach everyone with kindness, love, and respect. But I can see they're intimidated, not because of me, but they're intimidated because who they are you see when you are stable and certain of who you are nothing on the outside of you is a threat african proverb expresses that if there is no weakness inside no strength outside can hurt you which is to say if internally you don't have any vulnerability no power on the outside of you can hurt you which is the same do you want to intentionally try to intimidate a retreat kind of situation? 
So if the rain continues to mess with the Wi-Fi signal and we disappear, then that'll have to be uh, the end of things. Yeah, people, I mean, I don't know if this is old messages, but people are saying any experience loading issues? Yes, yeah, video buffering. Yeah, it says error occurred. Please try again later. People are saying it's back now. Okay. Probably back, back. Yeah, so I'm cool. going to... Uh, Kevin Hayden did say, yes, sir, it's kicking my butt. Second in my class. Whoa. Let me let you guys know something. When you were first in your class, second in your class, third in your class, you've outperformed Marquette Von Burton a billion times. I've never been anywhere near first, second, or third in my class. I want to let that be known. And that means shout out to the men who are achieving that because if I could go back in time and perform at the high level, I would. So that is amazing, Kevin. And if your second in your class is not kicking your butt, speak that positivity. You keep winning. I'm very proud of you. And, um, you know, I, I admire that because I've never achieved that in life. Okay, we have a couple people from Brazil on the stream. Oh, really? Yeah. That's a beautiful thing. We were just in Sao Paulo and we're going to be in Rio de Janeiro. Um, in like three January, weeks. In three weeks. Yeah. Okay, cool. We'll be in Rio in three weeks. Holla at the pimpin'. Gaius sent tuition again. He said, if Marquette goes to war, we all go to war. Peace to the same. Absolutely. That's what community is about. It's about support, respect, love, loyalty. And, you know, while we're talking about loyalty, what I was saying about women is they're communal animals. So if there's a poison in the society, it will spread to your woman. That's why you have to keep your women among other women who are honorable. If you ever meet a girl who has friends who are whores and she's trying to tell you that she's not a whore, she's lying. Because women who are not whores don't have friends who are whores. It just doesn't work like that, you know. And if they do know a girl who's a little bit loose, you know, if they're regularly talking about her, that's a real friend. And they are like that girl. Because you never hang out with people unless you have a little bit of an ingredient that's in them and you. You heard me? Me, as I've evolved in life, my friend group has evolved as well. Because, look, I grew up with cats who are actual killers. Huh? I'm way beyond that. I can't hang out with them. They're catching too many cases. I don't need the feds on me. That's not my lifestyle. I don't need killers around me. Uh, but, you know, if you need one, I got a couple you can hire. Holla at your boy. And, you know, shout out to the Lady Saints because they're going to be the model for what a woman is. Women like Lorena, women like JC, women like Bianca, and so many more women. Um, they're going to be the example because right now the women who are being held up are the Kim Kardashians. Uh, the women who are very low are being held high. It's almost like opposite day. Oh, Saturday, Sunday. Saturday, Sunday. And if you go to assassin.com and you click conference, it'll show you uh, where you can purchase the tickets. It'll show you the dates of the conference. It'll show you different hotels you can purchase on your own. And there are a lot of low-cost hotels in Las Vegas. It'll even give you a little taste of some of the things that will go on during the conference. And it should have most of the information you need. If you have a real question and you purchased your ticket, you can send the question related to that through the contact us form. Curtis Easton sent another super chat. He said this other 100 is really for no. Jabrizi. But since we saints, I know you will do the right thing. See y'all both at the conference. Also, I'll help you out, Marquette, with getting other saints a hotel. Those are the deem worthy. Wow. Wow. Say that's, look, to me, that's so big. That's so whether it happens or not, that's so big because 
The thing about community is that you take care of one another. The thing about family is you take care of one another. And for me to be able to get the hotels for a couple young men, I'm doing things that I always wish an older man would have done for me, whether it's my father, my uncle, or just a man in the community. And this is a community and you have to stand up as a man to take care of these youngins, you hear me? And I'm honored that these youngins are going, trying to get somewhere to get knowledge so they can come in under me, under all of you grown men who can give them good guidance and mentorship over a lifetime. So to me, that's big because I really believe that you know, a man does not have to be your father to father you. Huh? A man does not have to be your father to give you good advice or even to discipline you and let you know, young and you on the wrong track or to encourage you and say, I'm proud of you. So that's a beautiful thing. Shout out to him. And also shout out to Jabri because Jabri is volunteered to give his extremely valuable time and talents to the SAS and he's volunteered to do a show for us. So I'm extremely excited. I've already actually had the chance to see some magic in person. I kid you not, we were, uh, the Saints were leaving a, a restaurant in Las Vegas. And um, I think the Venetian uh, hotel and resort. And as we're walking out, it was like eight guys like, hey, you're the magician, hey, doing a trick. And then Jabri was like, all right, for show. And literally did two tricks. Next thing you know, it was like 10, 20 people with camera phones. I'm over like, wow, this that's how it go. You just got to do a trick on demand. And he was ready to go. And I admire that because I always tell you guys, be who you say you are. Man says, hey, I do this. I am a magician. He was ready on the flip of a hat with real stuff that impressed and amazed the audience that assembled. So that was dope. Shout out to the Saints. Shout out to Curtis. Shout out to Jabri. Shout out to Preston. Shout out to Gaius. Peace to the whole assassin. Came through is Kyle L again. He said, Absolutely. See you at the conference, Marquette. I'm honored to come out and spend time with you and some fellow saints. Absolutely. And you know, I'm I'm really excited to see what this experience is and see how it feels because there's nothing better than in-person interaction. And we have such a group of talented men. And I love when I listen to interviews of, of you know accomplished men and they talk about, you know, like you might hear like say even a Jay-Z talk about Warren Buffett or you might hear Warren Buffett talk about like some other person you didn't know he knew. And so that's why I really want to get us all together to build those bonds early because we are all going to grow in our respective business pursuits and careers. And to be linked up is just a magical thing. No pun intended. <laughs> right? Um, so, no, this will be dope. And I, and I hope it's cozy. You know, we've limited, we capped it off at 300. I think we're probably getting on the lower side of tickets available. I'm going to need to check. But the good thing is that the tickets will cut off automatically. We set it to have inventory control. So once it's at 300, it will cut off automatically. Um, so that's a good thing. But I'm hoping that 300 will be cozy. It's a, it's a smaller size conference. So I'm looking forward to, to being able to shake every man's hands, know every man's names. It'll be a good time for sure. We have some more super chats. Be easy 333. He said, I recently heard you say only seek employees from their eligible platforms like LinkedIn. He said, I agree. What platform would you recommend for attracting eligible women to dating? <laughs> it's a, a platform called this game spitting your uh, number one. Um, was it be easy 333? Yeah. I definitely recognize that name. He's been on before, so peace of the saint. Thank you for showing up. I highly recommend against online dating in general. 
the fact is an appealing woman gets approached constantly in real life so if an appealing woman needs to go onto an online platform that would indicate that she's not appealing or that she's starving for attention or that she's starting for a cock sandwich it would not indicate anything positive you know the online platforms are generally for leftovers unless you're on a more serious and mature platform like say an eHarmony or a match.com to match yeah eHarmony or eHarmony or match.com because they're paid platforms right or they require more information than just a photo that you swipe on so when the person's taking out time to fill in meaningful information or they're paying a fee they're more serious but generally speaking i tell you this if you go out in the world and you talk to 10 women even if you don't have any game, you're gonna convert at least two of them. If you got good game, you might convert six or seven. If you go online and you swipe 10 profiles, let's be real, do you convert any of them? No, you gotta swipe like 100 profiles and then have like 30 text conversations and you might see one in person. That's really how that works. And let me let you guys in on a secret. Let me see how many folks we have online before I let this secret out. I'm okay, almost 300, not too many. Okay, all right. Between us, and I've said this many times, between us, one of the first investors in one of my biggest tech companies was the founder of OkCupid. The founder of OkCupid. That's the largest dating website in the world. Now, do you think maybe I might have some unique insights on online dating? Let me tell you. The reason that thrives as a business is it thrives based on you not being successful. Because think about it. If most of the people who used online dating were able to convert that into a long-term relationship or a marriage, then online dating would be killing itself, wouldn't it? But most people aren't successful on there. And what do they want to do? They want to increase your time spent online so they can run more advertisements to you. Use your head, saints. When you hear from me, you hear from someone who has so much experience in business and life and different cultures and societies. Please take what I'm telling you seriously because you can have one man who's lived 80 years. But if he's lived 80 years in a bubble, there's very little experience there. But a man who set his feet down on many soils and many languages, done business on many continents and different verticals, can give you some real game. And here's the thing. I made money in the formal economy. I also made money in the underworld. You heard me? That's a different level of mind expansion. So when I tell you this stuff, I'm trying to give you the shortcut. You might think doing all this to get a girl online is easy, but that's not the way. Some things that appear easy are not easy. They're designed for you to lose, just like casino odds. That's what you're dealing with with online dating. Okay, I am blessed, who's our new follower. He sent a super chat again saying, blessed to be a part of this. Hey, everyone say peace to the saint because he's new to the SAS and I don't have a massive channel. My channel doesn't get advertisements. Google does not push my stuff out. In fact, they really try to limit my stuff because of some of the truths that I share. So when someone finds my channel, it's not by chance. It's by hell. It's damn near by a miracle. And so it was meant to be. So everyone say peace to the saint. Greet him warmly. Embrace him. And I appreciate who you are because only the enlightened can really understand what I'm saying. 
I see guys on the internet who can barely put together a sentence, yet people will call them the GOAT. How are they the GOAT when they couldn't pass a fifth grade spelling test? How could we even compare these things? Droney paid tuition, he said great work. Hey, peace to Droney, yo. Hey, if you guys think you've been messing with this assassin, you dig? I think Droney was messing with the assassin before we called the <laughs> assassin, am I wrong? Droney goes way back, and I love hearing from cats like Droney because he kept me inspired, you feel me? And that's how you know a guy like me. I did this for, for true love. I did this because you matter to me. Because you got to remember, some of your YouTubers who are getting money from YouTube, that was their source of income. I was making money in big checks before YouTube, like one check with major zeros. I've never made anywhere near major zeros from YouTube, not even close. In fact, when we make allocations, like we just spent like $2,000 on gimbals and, and sound equipment and all this stuff. And even the, the lavalier wireless stuff we were using yesterday, 600 bucks. You don't ever see me make 600 bucks in super chats. I can do five super chats. You won't see me make 600 bucks. So you know this, I do this for the love. And I got to remind you guys of that because I don't want people confusing who I am. One guy had got on and said, oh, now you're doing more live sessions. I had to tell him, I was like, bro, check back. If you go back, you'll see I did a five-hour live session. Literally, it was five hours. Check back. I didn't ask for any donations. I was just flowing out that game because the spirit took me. So I want you guys to understand why I do this. And guys like Droney, who's been with me for a long time, and there's been a mutual inspiration. I appreciate that, Saint. That's loyalty. Loyalty is something that's missing in this world. Loyalty is something we need in men and we surely need in women. So that's a beautiful thing. Peace to the Saint. Show him respect. You dig? Last Ronan's on here. He said, I've been here since 700 quit. What? Like that? <laughs> oh, man. Put some respect on that man name, man. You dig? He's been here since 700. That's what he said. Damn, I ain't even been here since <laughs> you hear me? Like, I can't even lie to you guys. I don't even think I would pay attention to my channel when I had 700. He was here before I was. He up. was. Uh, shout out. Yeah. So shout out to all the OG saints, you hear me? Shout out to the ones who've been there since way back. And the new ones. Absolutely. And that's why when people come into this thing of ours, we show them love and warmth. Because outside, it's a cold world. It's a world that's not based on love, respect, and honesty. And within this thing, it's, it's only love, respect, and honesty. And that's why when people hop in the comments and they say like, oh, you can't talk about another black man. Like, if he ain't a saint, I ain't fucking with him. You heard me? He be black as he want to be. If he ain't a saint, I ain't messing with him. Because my number one identity is saint. And there's a set of values associated with that. We have Swiffer Wetjet is back. He, right, sent a he sent a super chat. He said, pay intuition, love the knowledge and wisdom you have shared. Much love to all the saints. Hey, peace to Swiffer Wetjet. And Swiffer Wetjet is going to be at the conference, if I remember correctly. So that'll be a beautiful thing. Um, <laughs> and you got to tell us how you came up with this name and this persona. I am curious. We all set? Yeah. And then Lone Wolf Sigma paid tuition. He said, you speaking gems. I am new. Appreciate you. Hey, Lone Wolf Sigma, I appreciate you. And it always means a lot to me because I know sometimes I say things and some people just don't understand or they don't have enough experience to know that what I'm saying is accurate. I try to speak things that I know from the intellectual level, but I really grounded mostly on things that I've lived. 
to me, it's important to talk about that which you've lived. Because it's one thing to say, hey, I can run 30 miles. It's possible. It's a different thing to know it's possible because you just got back from running 30 miles. And then to be able to tell that story with the sweat on your brow, with the soreness in your legs, that's a totally different thing. And I hope that everything I say, you can see exampled in my life. And that's the reason I wrote the black box so that when I meet a young man who's in a ghetto or in poverty or just in a situation he doesn't like, and he tells me he can't get out, I can handle my testament. And I can say, read this, read this. I know you can get out. And not only do I know you can get out, I've done what you've done and I wrote it all down so that you may benefit and make your road easier. There are so few people who've really put their feet in the mud, but yet they're trying to tell you how to get out of the mud. It's pretty comical. In fact, I'll even say there's some young men that I, I have a, a lot of admiration for online because they're doing well on a financial level with the online stuff. But it saddens me because I'm like, son, you're 24 years old. You don't even have enough experience to guide people. You know, you're 24. You don't have enough experience. And I know his 24 is different than my 24. Because his 24, he's still in the city he grew up in. My 24, like, I was getting hustling money, you dig? Like, I was already all around the world at 24. Um, so you really have to be thoughtful about who is guiding you. Because the misled will mislead you. And some of these folks are out here to get a dollar. There's nothing wrong with getting a dollar. I promote capitalism. But it's conscious capitalism. Where you spend a dollar matters. That's why we start talking about these OnlyFans hoes. Because I don't want an OnlyFans hoe to get a penny from any of you. Because that's a penny that serves a wicked end. Um, Tony Red said, got the black box, didn't start it yet, but we'll soon salute the assassin. Hey, Tony, let me know what you think, Kevin. And if you did get it on um, Amazon, please do uh, write a review. Your honest perspective on you know what you learned, how it was written, your experience. And the saints are often talking about, Quet, get this audio book. I got you. We're working on it. You heard me? We're working on it. We're making it go as fast as it can go. And the second it is ready, I will post it up for you, gentlemen. And I look forward to um, hearing your thoughts because it'll be entertaining. Because the book, when you've read the book, it reads like a movie. And to be able to hear the voices and the animation of some of these folks, most of whom are ghetto and shit, right? So it'll be good to hear that authentic voice. I can't wait to finish it. Lone Wolf Sigma, who's one of the new followers that sent a super chat, he said, what's the black box? The black box is a book that I wrote of the first 25 years of my life, which is essentially a book that I've written about my experiences, but it's designed to make you reflect on your life and... In short, it's 50 chapters exactly, all very short chapters that, that are written in a way in which you can literally skip around if you choose. They don't necessarily build on one another, but it is still a linear story. And it's designed to stir up your emotions, to get you to take some action, and get you to think about where you're at today, where you want to be tomorrow, and how to get there. It's funny. It's emotionally drawing. You know, it'll give you drama, give you sadness. But most of all, it'll give you inspiration. So I, I hope you enjoy it. And you can let the other folks who are online, I'm sure there are a lot of folks online who have read the black box who can speak to it. Khalil Hicks said it's just like the Bible. Peace to the same. 
we have a couple super chats. Devin Nicholas said, how would an MVP for a service-based biz look? Okay. Let me follow up on what Higgs said and then I'm going to go right to that okay, super sorry. chat. Higgs, I appreciate that comment because I wrote the book to be a guide to humankind so that we can separate wickedness from righteousness in the book i detail stories of my life which at times has been very wild and very wicked and at the end of each chapter i give a black box which is an analysis of what happened help you figure out the moral of the story if you didn't get it because i've done wicked things in my life and i want to be able to separate that out for you so that you don't engage in wickedness because the good that you do on this earth you will receive reward for it the wickedness that you do on this earth, you will receive punishment during this life, right? Like if you overeat, that's a wicked thing. Your punishment will be a flabby body and women who don't want you and disrespect you. If you maintain fitness, your reward will be a clear mind and strength and people admiring and respecting you. So thank you, Mr. Hicks. This is a guide for daily living. Carrying on to the gentleman, he said, what is an MVP for a service? -based How would an MVP for a service-based biz look? Good question. Though not accurate, or shall I say specific enough, I always encourage you to be specific so that I may give you back a specific answer. Certainly, this is a more involved thing. We might need a consultation, but let me give you just a brief taste. He says, what would a minimal viable product look like for a service-based business and when he says service we're generally talking about things that are not tangible or even intangible products that you can give out to someone service business usually requiring time from the practitioner you might even call a dentist giving a service-based business or a consultant a service-based business an mvp meaning the most feature bear or the easiest to produce, the lowest cost to produce version of your service. Well, I would say to you, assuming you are an expert or a professional in a particular service, your MVP would be to, and let's not even think about MVP because if it's a service, you should already be able to do it. What you really want to think about is how do you go through customer discovery to figure out A, if people will pay and B, how much they will pay. And you can only truly know that by getting your service into the hands of people who are strangers. If you can get at least five strangers to use your service, whether it's free or not, you will get good feedback on it. And that will be your initial round of feedback. But then you have to say, if this is a business, they must pay. Part of that initial customer discovery is figuring out how much they want to pay. And once you've been able to survey and take some data, you say, okay, well, they say out of their mouth that they'll pay $40 a session. Well, that's what they say. What people say is usually unreliable. So then you need to go out and try to market your service for $40 per session and see if you can actually get conversion on it. I always encourage people when you're starting a new business, try your best not to do the things that are going to cost you money. Do not pay to build a website. Do not pay to market it with Google or Facebook ads. Use your greater network, which means if you know someone who knows someone you don't know 
and they can get that person to utilize your service for free or a fee, that will be a good place to start with customer feedback for an MVP of a service. Thank you for your question, Sandy. Okay, we have quite a few super chats. Mr. Highway donated again. He said, as a man of faith, how do you impress the importance of spiritual compass to people? Practical action is important, but without your own compass, you will always need someone to tell you what to do. That was Mr. Highway. Mr. Highway. Thank you for, again, sending in the super chats. And I want you guys to notice the nature of this live session and of every live session. There might be 400 people on, but maybe 5% donate. Now think about that. That's actually the way the world is organized. You might have 400 people in a room, but only 5% are the high earners. They're earning more money. The 5% is earning more money than the other 95%. They're earning more money. They're spending more money. They're having greater things in life. They're having more women. Like all of the abundance is coming to this small group. So shout out to you for being a part of that small, powerful group. It's the group of men who stand up. It's the group of men who make themselves known. We're at 10% battery and we have a couple more to get through. So just so you know. All right. Thank you. So um, number one, if you're a man of faith, that's who you are and that's how you live. That should always be something that is so apparent that one can observe your actions, observe and listen to your speech and see who you are. You need to tell someone that you're a Jehovah's Witness, a Muslim, a Christian or a Jew They should be able to see you and say, that is a holy man. That is a man of faith by your actions. A man should be known by his deeds. Now, when you go to impart something with your words, ah, it often falls on deaf ears. Mostly, people are willing to listen to you based on observing how you've lived and who you are. So the truth is not accepted because it's the truth. The truth is often accepted because of who is saying it. So make sure that your deeds speak well of you. And when they speak well of you, your words will be accepted by, you know, eager listeners. That's number one. Number two, so that's the best way to influence. Now, I always think of the first person you want to influence, which is the woman that you're with. You cannot put spirituality into a woman who is not spiritual. You cannot put faith into a woman who has no faith. You always must start on a foundation and build upon that. But if the woman does not have that foundation, she's the wrong one ready okay matthew schlegel sent another matthew super schlegel. chat as i said it's it's the repetitive there's another one yes. coming too he said i get the black box saturday i'm definitely going to leave a review and let you know what i think i can't wait me too absolutely and i read every review on amazon because i really want to know how the book is impacting people and i want to hear your stories you know I want to hear about, I read this chapter. This was my favorite chapter. It made me feel this way. Or it made me think about this experience that I had. Because though it's a book about my life, I wrote it to make you think about your life. Because I don't matter. In your life, you matter. And so I really want you to focus on that and think about what you're going to do. What are the heroic actions, actions you're going to take to make you the hero of your own story? Okay, I'll get to a couple of super chats. Subodai Davis, though, said, looking forward to the Vegas conference. So you Absolutely. will see him there. Looking forward to it, say. Ahmed Khan sent another super chat. He said, peace, blessings, and eternal success to the assassin. Absolutely. That's a beautiful message. Sears Tower sent in some tuition. He said, I'm in the process of reinventing myself and my life, and your channel has greatly helped shift my perspective on my transformation. You a wise king, bro. Thank you. And, and do know that everything you've ever wanted to be is already within you. You, more than reinventing yourself, you're just pulling out the greatness that is there. It's like you know, diamonds are buried within the earth. 
you know, you're just uncovering the dirt that may be on top of it. So you will be great if that's what you're seeking. Okay, Cook Up Foo sent a super chat. He said, peace, the black box is full of gems, and he put hashtag signed copy. Oh, boss, that. <laughs> hey, and I want to let you guys know before you ask me, there are no more signed copies. We don't have any I copies. think he ordered one is what he's saying. No, he has yeah. one. Yeah, he has one. He's one of like 100 men. Khalil Hicks, jumper, yeah. also put signed copy, yes, sir. Boss, because look, that's the first version. That's the first version, not revised. And those that are signed, that's the all black cover. No one else will have that. That will never be printed again. So that's dope. Um, you know, God willing, that will be an artifact. Okay, I might pronounce his name wrong, but Kanaya, he said, he's in a super chat. He said, I am 16 years old male and I'm trying to figure out what hustle I should do this spring summer. So do you have a money making idea I can do? <laughs> that's a, a grand question that every man has. And what I want to advise you, young man, is that you have to remember that you're unique. And if you ask a general question, I can give you only a general answer. So for example, if you said, hey, I'm 16 years old, I'm really good at art, I do graphic design, and I'm asking myself how I can make money this summer, then I can give you a specific answer. One of the things that we really focus on in Marquettism is being thoughtful about your speech and being accurate. Anytime you can put things into numbers or be very specific, and you get a better shot at getting closer to the truth. But one thing I can tell you in terms of making money at such a young age, being 16, number one, you want to save money. You know, finding a job is easy to do. I encourage you to think about what you really enjoy in life and find a job that's aligned with that. And the more I know about you, the more we could talk about entrepreneurship and things like that. But obviously, I have very little knowledge, but I thank you for your, your question. We're good. Okay, fantastic. Saints, it has truly been a pleasure. And, you know, I at times feel anxious about preaching, but I also feel strongly about preaching. And so I end up having to lecture or give a sermon on these topics uh, because I want to infuse you with strength to stand up to this stuff, not just in speech, but also in action. And we are coming together as a group to take action, whereas you have all of these other, you know, Groups. I'm not going to name them. Might call them religions. Might call them different things. They would speak against, you know, women being unchaste. But what are they doing to stop women from being unchaste? So we are going to take action on this. You know, the first conference we're having, that's just step one in master planning. Uh, because at the end of the day, a hardworking man deserves respect. At the end of the day, a woman who strips off her clothes deserves no respect. That's not even a woman. That's a female. A female who strips off her clothes deserves no respect. A woman who lives with honor, who honors herself, brings respect to her name, respect to her family. That's a woman who should be held in esteem. And we shall see to it that those standards are lived by, by the society. We have one more super chat to okay. get to. Tan up. He said, just got black box recently. RP notice girls now say that I am never, I never cared about them after a few fights or eventually the split. How do I respond? I'm not entirely clear on that. Do you want to recently RP like the letters R RP. and P okay. noticed girls now say that I never cared for them at all after a few fights or eventually the split. How do I respond? Truthfully, I don't know what the acronym RP 
uh, stands for. But I can tell you if you have broken up with a woman or you've split up with her, generally speaking, which doesn't mean every time, just 99.9% of the time, you don't want to go backward in life. Whatever reason caused the breakup, whether it was her fault, your fault, you don't want to go back because a woman who believes she's familiar with you has already formed a picture of who you are. It will be very difficult, even if you do improve, to get her to acknowledge the new you. As a result, there are literally billions of other women on the planet Earth. You should try one of them, which is to say, do not look back over the ashes of a burned bridge. Generally, women, especially when they're angry, are not going to give you accurate, truthful information about you know what your true follies are. And further, if you were not at fault, they're going to make up things in their imagination to say about you that are not true. So you don't want to be misled trying to learn from a woman who is scorned. So be the best of who you can be and move on to a woman that is hopefully greater than the women in your past. One more super chat, Subadai Davis. He just sent some tuition. Okay. Thank you, Subadai Davis. And I think we're good. All right. All of you have super chatted. I, I truly appreciate you showing up and standing up, making your, your name heard and bringing yourself to my attention. It's a pleasure for the saints who went to thesassin.com and got their conference tickets. I cannot wait to meet you. I can't wait for us all to come together. I can't wait for the video footage. It's going to be dope, um, man. It, and it's going to be a once in a lifetime experience. And it may be once in a lifetime, who knows, but... Damn it, I can't wait. I just can't wait. Um, I can't think of the last time I was with 300 people just in general. And surely not 300 men I respect. Khalil Hicks Jumper just sent some tuition. Khalil Hicks Jumper, thank you. I truly appreciate that. No comments, just a tuition. Just huh? tuition. Respect. Um, so we're going to go ahead and end this the way that we always end this. Wherever you are with full conviction, say this, knowing that this is true of you. The creed of the assassin. I am going to be who I truly am. Bridget, let me tell you, and I've never told you before, please never interrupt the creed of the okay. in life. Okay. There's nothing, and let me let every saint know now, don't you ever stop the creed of the assassin. It's like prayer. When the Muslims start praying, they don't care what's happening. They got to finish the prayer. Don't, ain't no one ever interrupt the creed of the assassin. No one, nothing interrupts the creed of the assassin. When we get done, we can, you know, if there's some super chats, we want to honor those people. But nothing, no one ever interrupts the creed of the assassin. I hope everyone heard me on that. So please don't ever do that, anyone. The creed of the assassin. I am going to be who I truly am because I am remarkable. And I'm going to strive every moment to show the greatest part of who I am. Now that the creed of the assassin is over. I didn't interrupt. I was just letting you know something was coming at the end. Okay, yes. Um, first, Candon Mosley said, is the conference ticket sold out? Uh, to be honest with you, I don't even check the daily. Um, as long as you go to the website and it allows you to purchase it, there are still uh, tickets. The website will X out the purchases once they're sold out. So as of 4 p.m. today in my time zone, uh, someone bought four tickets. Um, so as long as people don't keep buying chunks of four and five tickets, you'll be all right. But I advise you that, um, as the Master Sun Tzu says, 
haste, which is to hurry, haste can be folly, but delay is never wise. Um, so as far as I know right now, they're not sold out. And then there is a super chat. Okay. It's Sean Dion, or Sion Dion, sorry. He said, Marquette, you are a Muslim, right? How do you practice the faith and also stay consistent with things you do? I'm not entirely sure what he means by things I do. So, again, the accuracy, saints. But I will obviously try to honor your question as best I can based on my current understanding. So he says, how do you practice your Islamic faith and then stay consistent with things that you do? Mm-hmm. Based on the language that you use, I'm going to say that most of the major religions, excluding Christianity, so let, let's say Judaism and Islam, which are relatively quite sim similar, they're both Semitic religions, they actually require quite a bit in the way of certain practices. Now, undoubtedly, I am no example of a Muslim, so if you are looking for an Islamic scholar, don't look at me. Um, if you're looking for an example of the Prophet Muhammad's way, peace be upon him, don't look at me. I would be an unworthy model of that. But Islam is a very regimented, consistency-based practice. You know, praying five times a day, fasting, extreme discipline. So I find that if you actually do execute on the basics of Islam, it helps you keep consistent with all the other things that you do. For example, if you're scheduling your day around prayer because you know you have to pray at certain times of the day, you will also schedule everything else in your life because you're used to operating based on a schedule further. The first prayer, Fajr, is like a sunrise prayer. So you'd be wise to be awake and alert before that prayer, which means you can start your business day much earlier than everyone else. So you can leverage the discipline you have in your faith to you know, drive discipline in other areas of your life if you're executing the faith properly. Uh, but what I want everyone to know is that I'm not promoting in any religion. And I hope that you've never felt I was promoting religion. And in fact, I, I plan to try not to speak of religion because so many individuals get turned off when you talk of religion because the, the followers of religion have such low behaviors so often whether it's the Muslims, the Jews, the Christians, or the Mormons, whomever. And my hope is with the assassin, we can have consistency so that when someone encounters a saint, they know that they've encountered a saint. It's like encountering a cool breeze on a hot day. Um, so that's really where I want to focus. And um, I, I appreciate your uh, question, Bridget. Uh, have we address everyone final question the gentleman that asked about the conference tickets he did say can i purchase my ticket and get the video footage if i'm not able to attend absolutely we are taking the video footage both for memorabilia so that you can reflect on this excellent experience i mean i can't wait to get the video footage um and we're going to try to film everything like i mean everything not even only the sessions but also when we go out friday night uh when we're bringing our youngins to the hotel we want to try to document everything so that the world can see how we operate, so that the world can learn how saintly men speak, how they walk, how they behave, how they think, how they interact, how they have fun, how they learn. So this whole thing will be documented. If for some strange reason you can't make it in person, you've purchased your ticket, you will absolutely have far more hours of footage uh, than you can consume because there'll be kind of two versions. There'll be one, the raw footage of everything. And then two, there'll be a polished video that gives you cuts of all the highlights of everything. So you can watch at length every single minute of every session and then, you know, the cut of like, hey, this is your whole experience. 
I think we're good. Absolutely. Saints, it's been truly a pleasure to fellowship with you. Um, I appreciate you joining me for this topic. I hope that, uh, you know, the, the roughness of the beginning doesn't turn off too many folks. Obviously, always open to feedback, but, um, you know, it, it's truly a pleasure to be able to speak on moral topics with upright men and women. So uh, thank you for honoring me with your time. And until next time.